Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I would like to present to you the world champion of the world podcast. It's your man qualified, aka the Black Ric Flair, aka the Black American Dream, aka the most over mid-card talent on the west side of Oahu. What's up, guys? We're back, and it's Royal Rumble weekend, all right? I'm coming to you freaking live. I just finished watching NXT TakeOver, so that's what we're going to jump into. This week's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, not going to do the weekly breakdown of, ev- of each show. We're going to be focused... 100% on rumble time but first we're gonna jump into NXT gonna do a breakdown uh, and review of NXT takeover tell you what I thought of the matches and all that good stuff and uh, maybe even a little bit of where I think we can be going um, so first off NXT takeover now I'm coming this is like I said this is right after the show uh so I'm still on a I'm still on my NXT high man and a little bit of high off that blunt that I smoked before the show anyway <laughs> um show opens up war raiders with an epic entrance a bunch of knights uh with shields come and take the stage uh Hanson and Roe emerge uh with their helmets on so just by how epic this uh, entrance was, I already had uh, a feeling that um, the War Raiders might win, uh, might be leaving with the with the tag titles, the NXT tag titles tonight. Um, the uh, the the knights were like bang; they had sh- uh, spears and shields. They were banging. Uh, the spears on the shields in time with the war, 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 war chants that were going on. So that was great. Um, got me really hyped up. Next up, you hear shock the system and the crowd goes nuts. Um, Adam Cole wasn't with them. And I think that was uh, definitely on purpose. Bobby Fish came out uh, and he was holding up the uh, the golden bell, but he didn't come all the way to the ring. Um, so it was just, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Roddy Strong, who were definitely going to get a whole bunch of cheers. Uh, but yeah, if Adam Cole's out there, everybody's going nuts and we have the whole Adam Cole, baby. And I don't think that they wanted them to get such a huge, uh, reaction, baby face reaction, because they were going to be losing. Um, and no Adam Cole out there didn't appear on the show at all uh, makes me think that Adam Cole might be making his second appearance in the Royal Rumble. Um, Undisputed Era, they attack as soon as the bell rings to get uh, everything started. War Raiders, they get right back to the action, start showing their power. Uh, high intensity back and forth action in the early going. Uh, O'Reilly and Strong, they they're able to trade tags and work over Hanson uh, for a little bit. Roe is able to get in and show off his strength. Uh, he literally throws Roderick Strong at uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, pretty crazy. Um, Hanson crashes and burns. Uh, to the outside uh trying to do a suicide dive doesn't work out um Morrow has a really nice uh sickle mode reference after Roe hits a huge knee out like a light a like a light like it was the way he hit it was nice uh the knee and the reference from Morrow uh Hansen hits his cart his uh cartwheel dodge into the clothesline. That spot never disappoints. Uh matches so much fun. Um Strong fighting back against Hansen, eventually all four men uh get in the ring, they're going at it. Uh huge double team move where Roe tosses O'Reilly into the air, Hansen uh catches him and kind of power slams him. Uh the War Raiders setting up a double team move on Kyle O'Reilly and then uh while they're doing so, uh, Roderick Strong gets tossed out of the rings twice, uh, but eventually uh, he ends up breaking it up. Uh, Roderick Strong hits a superplex on Hanson. O'Reilly follows with a flying knee from the top. I thought it was over, uh, but a kick out. 
crowds going nuts, fight forever, uh, and this is awesome chance during the match. Um, Undisputed Era hits the high-low, and Hanson kicks out. Um, Hanson hits another cartwheel escape and then does like a back uh, handspring back elbow, two, uh, two elbows to uh, takes them both out. Uh, Row power bombs and slams like stong, strong. Why well, I keep saying stong, uh, strong, and O'Reilly at the same time. Uh, then Hanson comes off the top and hits like that leg drop uh, while Row is holding him. Uh, that t- tandem finisher that they have, and Row pins O'Reilly, and we have new champs. It's a new era. Uh, kind of makes me feel like the undisputed era is headed up. Um, to the main roster after Mania season, but at the same time, I don't know. And they've been harping on that 2019, we're going to take all the gold thing, so it makes me think that maybe they'll want to keep them down there for a little while. But these guys are so over, I don't know. I guess the only only thing left to do is to have uh, Adam Cole win the NXT title and like these guys just run it as the four horsemen kind of you know but um yeah we'll see and depends on who's coming into nxt and mania season um so we get our first crowd shot uh wrestlers in the crowd first people we see are pete dunn and tony storm um so basically people who are already on the and uh already on the roster already signed um so are are the and but they are in phoenix so does this mean that these two are uh surprises rumble surprises for the respective rumbles the the men's rumble and the women's rumble possibly definitely feel like tony storm is going to be in the women's rumble um next up matt riddle comes out first for his match followed by his opponent Cassius Ono uh, Ono with the sick throwback Suns gear for Phoenix um, if he really wanted to heal it up though he'd have gone with like Lakers colors or like a Warriors uh, jersey or something like that um, Matt Riddle's ready to get to the shits early um, as they've been having a pretty intense feud uh, huge forum on the outside he goes for a kick uh, misses, then goes for a moonsault, lands on his feet, then hits a senton. Um, ono takes advantage after a failed sunset bomb to the outside by Riddle. Uh, he catches Riddle's face in the in the ring apron, in the in the ring skirt uh, thing there. Uh, ono just starts fucking him up with strikes and kicks. There's a uh, a gif that you're gonna see floating around on the internet where Ono just in slow motion stomps on. Uh, Riddle's face right on his mouth uh, ended up having uh, Riddle leaving Riddle bleeding from the mouth. Um, Riddle goes for uh, let's see here. He throws uh, Riddle into the ring steps. Uh, Ono, when uh, Riddle is trying to get back into the ring, standing on the apron, uh, Cassius Ono hits him with a couple of vicious strikes uh but matt riddle just fires up uh and goes in there anyway he goes for a german uh ono stomps on his foot and like kind of rubs it in like he's putting out a cigarette uh riddle uh ends up coming back from that and hits the german suplex anyway uh starts hitting a bunch of kicks to ono's chest uh ono falls forward then he grabs riddle's foot ends up biting riddle's toes fucking crazy and gross um (laughs) that a huge knee um to matt riddle amazing sell by matt riddle on the knee uh riddle comes back looks like he goes for a submission maybe a twister uh ono gets to the ropes then at this point ono's trying to beg off he's like hey man you're the man bro and he puts his fist out for a fist pound um and uh riddle hits a knee strike and then he uh, puts him like a sleeper hold, hits a sleeper suplex, uh, and then basically just starts elbowing the shit out of Cassius Ono until he taps. Now, what's interesting about this finish, um, besides we don't really see people tapping the strikes too often in WWE, um, what's interesting 
and I feel like it's going to come into play later. Uh, at first, Ono is tapping, but it's on the opposite side from the ref, so the ref doesn't see it. Why would Ono tap away from where the ref could see it, um, unless it's going to pl- unless it's going to play into a storyline later? Uh, so I'm thinking that Ono tap, ref missed it, and then finally. Uh, He starts tapping with his other hand so the ref can see it. And Riddle was just going crazy with the elbows. And the thing is, he's tapping on Riddle's leg. So Riddle could have totally felt the tap and let the ref know that that's how I'm feeling they're going to play into this. Especially with Riddle's UFC background and stuff. So Riddle could have totally felt the tap and been like, hey, you know. And he's a UFC fighter, so he knows, you know. Or was a UFC fighter, and he knows. Um... I feel like it's going to come into play on NXT NXT TV. Uh, They're going to overturn the decision and give Ono his first takeover win. And he's going to start talking trash and uh, it'll keep the feud going. That's that's just how I feel. Um, Next up, they show the Velveteen Dream arriving. Uh, Johnny Gargano is out first for the North American title match. Uh, Ricochet out next, looking like a black Spider-Man. Uh, Gargano has what I think are Iron Man. Well, they are Iron Man colors. I'm not sure if he's wearing it because of Iron Man, but I, I'm just going to say he was. Uh, these First off, these guys can both fucking wrestle. Uh, they're showing off their mat skills. Gargano goes for uh, Hurricane Rana's, and Ricochet flips out of both. Uh, Gargano drops Ricochet on his face in the corner. Uh... Gargano has Ricochet all tied up on the mat. Uh, Ricochet then reverses a slingshot spear by just driving Gargano into the mat. Uh, Then he hits a moonsault on Gargano's back. Uh, Now Ricochet is able to start cooking. Hits a 619, then hits a springboard European uppercut. Uh, There's so much that happened in this match that I'm describing a lot, but there's a lot that I'm leaving out. Um, If you didn't get a chance to watch, I suggest that you do so. Um, watch, watch that. I think currently as I'm recording, um, there's the WWE Chronicle about Paige that's on, which I'm going to watch later. Uh, and then they're going to do a replay of NXT. So watch that replay. Um, craziest spot and what you're going to see, uh, all over the internet for the next few days. And if you look at, uh, my instagram at champ podcast uh go ahead and follow also follow me on twitter at champ podcast uh what you're gonna see is probably one of the craziest spots but i think he's uh one of the craziest spots um rick uh will osprey also uh did this with uh kota bushi not in their match but uh anyway uh Ricochet was going to powerbomb Gargano off the top. Uh, Gargano turns it into a Hurricane Rana. Ricochet flips out of that and lands on his feet. Uh, Springboard 450 from uh, Ricochet doesn't get the win. Uh, Shooting star press and Ricochet lands on Gargano's knees. Uh, Ricochet gets super kicked out of the ring. Gargano goes for a dive. Uh, Ricochet catches him on his shoulders. Uh, Then uh, Gargano basically turns it into a a poison rana or a reverse rana on the outside uh every ricochet takeover match is better than the last and gargano is just amazing in his own right so these two together are just killing it uh match of the night maybe could be um i mean as far as just fucking crazy stuff in the ring this is probably match of the night or the the um the tag match starting off wasn't was pretty hot too it was pretty crazy uh anyway gargano he tore the uh he tears the mat away on the floor uh and he's gonna ddt ricochet into the exposed concrete uh from the ring like uh but then he thinks better of it uh he ends up but then he ends up suplexing him on the floor anyway on the exposed concrete um Gargano gets Ricochet back in the ring and gets the pin. Gargano finally captures singles gold in NXT. Incredible match. Next up, uh, this 
my is my personal favorite match of the night. Just a personal this like this you know this is my match. This is my match of the night. Now as far as uh, in ring work, I would say that probably uh, Gargano and Ricochet or um, War Raiders Undisputed Era were top. But this is my personal favorite. Uh, this was the match I was waiting for. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, follow me on Instagram. You know that this was the match I was. This was the match I was waiting for. Uh, Bianca Belair, huge Bianca Belair fan. Uh, I love her. I also love uh, Shayna Baszler for different, but also some similar reasons. Um, and in my opinion, this was the biggest match that they had in the women's division right now. Uh, I think eventually the biggest match will be uh Io Shirai versus Kyrie Sane but uh we'll get there later and I also think Io Shirai versus Bianca Belair uh will be a very big match eventually uh we've already seen Bianca Belair versus Kyrie Sane and I think it would be dope uh if it happens again but uh yeah, Io, Io Shirai and Bianca Belair is the future marquee matchup. Um, anyway, uh, Belair is out first for the title match. Uh, then Shayna comes out. Um, kind of back and forth to stop to start. Uh, Bianca tries to remind Shayna that she's undefeated. She's undefeated. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, Belair got slapped. Uh, Shayna tries to tell Bianca that she's um, that she's overrated, and then Bianca ends up taking her down. Uh, Baszler pulls Bianca's hair, driving her collarbone first into the post. Uh, then she does that her uh, that move where she stomps on your elbow, that thing she always does. So she stomped on Be- Belair's elbow. Uh, so Baszler is just dominating while Belair is obviously hurting. Um, Baszler calls Belair overrated and, uh, Bianca responds with a huge slap, uh, shoulder tackles with the injured shoulder, a spear with the hurt shoulder. Uh, they're just having it where she's showing so much heart, um, fights out of submission and goes out of a submission and goes, uh, for a splash. But uh, Baszler gets her knees up. Then uh, Bianca uses the hair whip on Shayna. uh, And it uh, actually draws blood like they show it uh, like on their in her on her midsection. Uh, Shayna sends Belair into the ref and the ref goes down. This is when Marina Shafir comes running out. Uh, She gets dropped by my boo Bianca Belair. Uh, same thing happens to Jessamine Duke. She gets, uh, dropped onto, uh, Marina Shafir. Then there's the, um, Shayna. Uh, oh, and before this, uh, after the, after Belair gets sent into the ref and before, uh, the other four horsewomen come running down to the ring, Belair had hit the KOD and had the pin like it was it was a rat but the ref was down so they come out uh for interference uh belair fights them off uh kirikuda clutch belair somehow fights out of it uh and suplexes Shayna baszler goes up top takes out jessamine duke again goes for the 450 belair gets caught in the kirikuda clutch um and she's she's fighting, trying so hard to get out of it. Gets to her feet twice uh, before passing out. Very long fight um, where she's fighting the fighting the hold. And those uh, hope spots where she got to her feet were very convincing. Um, just incredible. Uh, Bianca Belair was already a star, but now she's even she's an even bigger star. Um, that's like a. That's like a classic uh, wrestling thing there where somebody who may not have been a babyface turns face by just showing uh, a whole bunch of resiliency in a match and just refusing to give up and not cheating. And uh, and then the other person even has 
uh, the other person kind of has to resort to cheating so uh bel-air wasn't necessarily a face before now she's definitely a a baby face um or she well at least she's like a tweener leaning more on the baby face side of things to where she uh doesn't she doesn't necessarily have to change uh her you know her arrogance in her character now it'll just be read as confidence uh so i think it depends on it definitely depends on how they have her respond um after the uh on when she shows up on nxt again uh if she comes out and she's like hey you know um i gotta give it up to Shayna. she did uh she did win, but she did da, 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 like something like that where she gives her credit, then definite baby face turn. Uh, and I I love the look she had on her face when Shayna Baszler is still talking trash. And uh, after winning with Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir on her by her side, um, Belair's face is like, all right, motherfucker, I'm going to get you, though. Um, so good stuff. Uh even though she didn't get the belt and I really wanted her to tonight, uh, she may have come out of this even better than if she had gotten the belt tonight. Uh, definitely made me a bigger fan. Uh, so next up, Velveteen Dream is shown sitting in the crowd. So either we aren't getting anyone sitting in the crowd or someone's going to show up in the matches. Um, spoiler alert. No one showed up in the matches, and we didn't get anyone sitting in the crowd. So I guess they're saving it for the Rumble, or maybe somebody debuted on that uh, on the NXT that's gonna air on Wednesday because you know that they filmed an episode. They filmed the episode before uh, the takeover, so that could that could be the case. Like Trevor Lee had had a match. Um, so first out for the main event is Alistair Black. Now, somehow during his entrance, uh, it just pops into my head how awesome a feud between him and Pipe Bomb era CM Punk would have been. Um, so just think about that. Uh, Ciampa's out next, clutching the title. The match starts as a brawl, uh, with the type of pace that suggests that we're going to be here for a bit. Uh, Mauro with a really slick shout out to Alistair's old name um which was Tommy End uh he said uh Ciampa was on the outside Tommaso Ciampa so he says that oh he's trying to end Tommy so I was like oh nice um really good match Ciampa's uh so great as a heel uh Black is great as well uh but their styles and the pace kind of took me out of the first part of this match the beginning part of this match after the high intensity of other matches that night and then the uh i guess the ups and downs of the Shayna baszler and bianca belair match and i feel like as far as not so much what they were doing but just pace wise uh those two were those two matches were similar where the the first part of the match was uh was a lot slower and then and, and then it picked up in the second half. Uh, but but that second half turned it all around for me for Bel Air's match. And uh, it did for this one as well. Uh, Matt started picking up Aleister Black with a big kick uh, to Tommaso Ciampa while Tommaso Ciampa's sitting up top. Uh, but Black tumbled over the top as well. Um, so they both fall up fell outside of the ring uh intensity picks up lots of strikes and kicks as you'd expect uh alistair black has some of the best knee strikes in the business uh he hits a big moonsault from the second rope to the outside uh alistair black slips on some water uh coming back in um fairy tale ending by champa uh alistair black kicks out then champa goes outside uh, pulls the mat back on the outside, uh, exposing the concrete exact same area where uh, Johnny Gargano did this earlier. Uh, 
Champa is arguing with the ref. Um, then while he's doing that, uh, Alistair Black comes off the top, double knees to the outside. Uh, Champa slaps his head on the exposed concrete. Um, Black Mass by Alistair Black, but his knee is shot. Uh, so he's crawling over to Champa and rolls onto his stomach. Uh, Black was... Uh, so while Alistair Black is crawling over to uh, Tommaso Champa, Tommaso Champa rolls onto his stomach. So so Alistair Black can't get the cover. Just amazing heel work uh, there by Champa. Um, Black was going to go for another Black Mask. Uh, Champa counters... They continue to counter each other. Uh, Then Black ends up in the ropes in perfect position for the draping DDT. Champa hits it. uh, Fairy tale ending. And then uh, Alistair Black kicks out. Uh, Champa goes for another hits. And then another. uh, But then Black gets out of it. uh, Goes for Black Mass. But his knee gives out. Then another fairy tale ending gets Champa the win. Yep. Uh, yeah, so just like I said, match picked up in the second half. Great match. Um, I I feel at this point, uh, Alistair Black has to be headed to the main roster. Um, but with what happened after this match, uh, maybe not because he still has unfinished business with both of these guys. Um, but... I feel like there's not much more he can do in NXT at this point. Uh, Velveteen needs to debut in the Rumble tomorrow and just go ahead and go up to the main roster. That's it. Call him up, Vince. Uh, I feel like Ricochet versus uh, Tommaso Ciampa in New York on Mania weekend is a very strong possibility. Um, Might be one of the most awesome matches that they could put together. And as far as with... I don't know who else is really in contention for a title shot, you know, in NXT. Like, I'm trying to think of the people who have momentum, and Ricochet uh, would be a smart person to put there. Or, what, Adam Cole? But that would be heel versus heel. Um, and I, I don't know if... I mean, they've done that before. I mean, it's it can be done, but... Yeah, I don't know. And, I mean, the crowd would definitely be uh, behind uh, Adam Cole as the de facto babyface. But I don't know if you want to put him in there like that. Um, if they're heels, I I think putting them in there against, like, a solidified babyface would be a better move. Um, like, maybe Ricochet wins the title mania weekend and then adam cole could take the title off of ricochet rick adam cole and ricochet for nxt uh title match sounds amazing um and then let's see here new york mania weekend i could see bianca belair uh getting her rematch and winning and sending Shayna on up to the main roster uh to help ronda against the wwe four horsewomen uh but the show ends with champa standing tall on the ramp and then suddenly uh johnny gargano comes out and is standing behind him total callback to when uh champa first turned on gargano uh gargano comes out with his belt stares at champa and then holds his title up uh so it looks like evil diy is here and i'm here for it um is champa and gargano the best uh story that wwe has told in years um i think so the only other arcs that i can think think of that i've enjoyed this much in recent memory uh are probably the yes movement run that culminated in the win at mania uh cm punk story up to winning the title in chicago and i guess the shield until they broke up but the cm punk stuff was shorter than the other two but uh but yeah, this might be the best uh, long-form story that they've put out in a long time. So uh, that's basically the review of NXT. Uh, NXT was uh, just a really great show. Uh, they always deliver. Uh, NXT takeovers are just too much fun. Um, so now we're gonna uh, we're gonna look at Royal Rumble. Uh, maybe some predictions and uh, just what. Uh, what we think 
or what I think is going to happen and should happen. Um, so, uh, let's see here. Um, so they're, they're going to be in Phoenix, uh, big, uh, big show. The, of course, there's going to be the women's rumble and the men's rumble. Um, so I guess that's, that's where we're, we're going to start with our predictions. Uh, the rumors are that there's going to be a huge surprise in the rumble. I'm assuming the men's rumble. Um, that's what they're saying. Uh, but in reality, nobody really knows what this surprise is or where it's going to take place or what it could be. Uh, apparently WWE is, um, not really telling a lot of people and, uh, they are, you know, they're not really telling a lot of people and, uh, it's, they're not even sure if they can pull it off. So with that, I'm just going to go out here and jump on a limb and say that these are the things that I think the uh, the surprise could be if it's in the men's rumble. The Rock. Uh, the Rock showing up because I think that was, that was one of the rumors uh, before that they wanted to have The Rock show up and win uh, the rumble and face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. So... Um, the facing Roman Reigns for the title at WrestleMania deal uh, isn't going to work. But The Rock still might show up and still might be at WrestleMania. So if you're going to start setting up The Rock being at WrestleMania, a surprise entry in the Rumble would be kind of cool. Especially if The Rock is going to have a wrestling role at WrestleMania. Like if he's going to compete against somebody... Um, he could show up as a surprise in the Rumble and then start an issue with someone. Um, and then go from there. Uh, let's see here. The other rumor um, that could be the surprise, uh, it was just announced the other day that um, Roman Reigns is going to be playing The Rock's brother uh, in the Fast and the Furious spinoff uh, that he's got going on. Um, so that would be, that could also be, uh, the surprise, apparently, Roman Reigns entering the Royal Rumble. Now, we don't know about that, and I doubt that something like that would even happen. Um, but maybe, I could see, like, maybe him showing up and, like helping someone with an elimination or something like that or even just being there I think would be a a a big thing but if Roman Reigns came if all of a sudden we hear like I think the roof would come off the place so that's why that there's a potential that that could be the surprise also um the surprise could be Batista uh, showing up and entering the Rumble, um, which would kind of signify that um, there could be something with him and Triple H at Mania. Uh, and Triple H has made it clear that he has started kind of physically rehabbing and training again. So it's kind of, he's kind of putting it out there. Um, so you might you might be able to expect Triple H at Mania. Now, um, for the for the Royal Rumbles for both Rumbles, uh, I am going to pick someone who I am who I think uh, is a pretty safe bet for the winner, and then someone who um, is like a dark horse pick. So, for the Royal Rumble, men's Royal Rumble, uh, who I think is going to be the winner, it's tough. There's a few different guys. <clears throat> I'd say, I'd say, 
there's a couple of guys who I think could be the uh, the winner. I think that Seth uh, could definitely be a winner of the Royal Rumble and go on to WrestleMania to capture the Universal title. Um, and I, I really see, I could really see that being the case if Brock wins. definitely see Drew McIntyre winning the whole thing. Drew versus Finn for the Universal title at uh, WrestleMania uh, sounds amazing to me. Um, seems like it would be a really good match. Uh, the The promos would, would be fun. Uh, the women wrestling fans would probably all be in a puddle uh, on their couches while watching these two guys uh, try to out-ab each other uh, down the road to WrestleMania. That's Finn and Drew. So I say as my mainstream pick, either Drew McIntyre or Seth Rollins uh, will win the Royal Rumble. My dark horse pick is Andrade. Andrade Almas. Well, actually, he doesn't have a last name anymore. So Andrade. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, I feel like if Andrade doesn't win, he's still gonna have a good showing, and uh, I could see him starting an issue with Rey Mysterio. Uh, in the match, well, or continuing an issue with Rey Mysterio and uh, those two continuing their feud on to WrestleMania, even though they've already had a two out of three falls match on SmackDown. Uh, I don't know what they could do at Mania, falls count anywhere, street fight, uh, something like that, because if they continue to fight, they can just, uh, they can just keep the, they can just keep building uh, keep building the, is- the issues from there. Um, now, next up, the women's uh, Royal Rumble. So, my two mainstream picks for this are Charlotte Flair woo, and Becky Lynch. You're like, what? Becky Lynch? If So, I'm thinking if Becky Lynch loses to Asuka... Um, at Royal Rumble, that she will uh, somehow just weasel her win her way into the women's Rumble because uh, she's the man, and I feel like this year's Rumble uh, will probably be a little uh, a little lighter on the legends, um, so that would leave a, a spot for somebody to kind of pull double duty. Or, or hop back in the Rumble. Same thing if Sasha loses. I could see her jumping into the Rumble. Um, but I wouldn't see her winning it. Uh, so winning it, I see it either being uh, Charlotte. Uh, so that she can still uh, get herself into the WrestleMania main event. Or I see it being uh, Becky and... Ronda retaining so that Becky can jump to Raw and challenge Ronda for her belt uh, at Mania and set up a main event. Um, I'm really thinking that's what's going to happen and that all this uh, all this business with Charlotte uh, trying to stir up, stir the pot between um, all this business with Charlotte trying to stir the pot uh, between Ron, uh, between um, Becky and Asuka is just a red herring to make us think that Charlotte's gonna win. Um, because I'm pretty sure everybody thinks Charlotte's gonna, Charlotte would win, uh, I'm pretty sure everybody thinks Charlotte's gonna win the, uh, Royal Rumble, and then Becky's gonna beat Asuka, but, uh, but I could see something play out where Becky loses to Asuka, 
uh, gets in the Rumble, jumps to Raw to challenge Ronda, and then uh, we could end up with a rematch of Charlotte, and um, we could end up with a rematch of Charlotte and Becky. Uh, or a rematch of Charlotte and Asuka for... Um, we could end up with a rematch of Charlotte and Asuka for WrestleMania, a WrestleMania rematch. Um... So let's see here. Uh, next match that I'm going to pick the winner of, Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor. Um, I think I, man, I, I think it might be Finn's time. I think it might be Finn's time, and I'm probably just, uh, I'm probably wrong. But I that's that's what I'm feeling and that's gonna be my pick. So I'm thinking that uh, I'm thinking that it's Finn. Um just the way that and now it could just be uh you know, this is Vince's way of really just trying to build him up and get everybody behind him how he feels they should be behind him, uh leading into uh leading into the title match. But with the whole uh, how they're just piling on Finn with the whole David, uh, how they did the whole David and Goliath story and Vince told it all wrong. And then Vin, uh, then Finn came out here and was like, no, this is the real story. You know, uh, just with all of that, it makes me it really makes me feel like uh, this is this this could be. Finn's moment, like, uh, kind of like with Daniel Bryan with the Yes movement, leading into that WrestleMania, and once they were like, oh, okay, you know, he'll have to, uh, you'll have the match with Triple H, if you beat Triple H, then you'll make it to the main event, like, before WrestleMania even came on, we all knew how it was ending, and it was ending with Daniel Bryan holding up the belts. Uh, like, this kind of feels like that that build up leading into the into WrestleMania where they were where they were just really piling on Brian and calling him a B plus player and just really trying to shit on him and, and all that. Uh but they they wanted to sh- also wanted to show how the people were behind him, the Occupy Raw, all that. So um they're they really been giving Finn a chance to be like, man you know to to stand up to the evil empire's face and they're giving us a chance to really get behind and pause uh so i don't know man it feels like <laughs> i mean they're they're obviously setting up finn to be a big star and i'm sure they're obviously thinking of AEW and and whatnot and those guys are his friends um, so it's, it's interesting and, uh, there's a lot of stuff at play and I could be wrong, but that's, that's where I'm leaning. I, I think it's, I think Finn, Finn's going to win the belt. Uh, next up, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the WWE championship. Um, somehow I see uh i see daniel bryan winning this match um and then i don't see this feud continuing all the way to mania but at the same time it could because that's a hell of a that's a hell of a mania match daniel bryan uh versus aj styles um but i don't know i could also see uh, Daniel Bryan winning uh, this match and then maybe AJ entering the Rumble after uh, and AJ starting issues with with someone in the Rumble and then AJ uh, having a new uh, AJ having a new feud and um, leading into Mania and Bryan finding a new challenger leading into Mania maybe the Miz, maybe a babyface Miz um, maybe a full babyface Miz. 
which we'll get to how that could happen um, later. Let's see here. Uh, oh, super random and going all the way back, but another uh, Dark Horse pick for the Royal Rumble, uh, Braun Strowman. I think Braun Strowman might be able to win it because... Uh, I mean, he had the match with he had a match with Finn on Monday, so obviously he's healthy enough to uh, compete, but just not healthy enough to fight Lesnar. Uh, still kind of weird. That's still kind of weird. Uh, anyway, uh, for the Raw Women's Title, I am picking Ronda Rousey uh, to defeat Sasha Banks. Um, there's rumors going around that Ronda Rousey might be finishing up completely with WWE um, at WrestleMania. And if that's the case, then I definitely see them keeping the title on her until WrestleMania to where she can drop it to Becky and uh, the man is already the hottest thing going. But, um, like... I mean that'll just that would just put it over the top main event at WrestleMania beat Rousey for the belt. The man's the number 1 star in the company. Um she already is. But but yeah. But uh but yeah, I see Ronda Rousey uh I see it being a really good match, but I see Ronda Rousey retaining the belt um and then Sasha and Bailey or then Sasha maybe entering the Rumble after, and then Sasha and Bayley uh, becoming the first ever uh, women's tag champions um, at Elimination Chamber. I think the tournament starts the Monday after Monday Night Raw, or the the Monday after uh, the Monday Night Raw after Royal Rumble is when I I think that the tag tournament starts and. Uh, Sasha and Bailey will be right there winning on Monday Night Raw after both of them fail to win the Royal Rumble. Um, Asuka versus Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I see Asuka winning this just so that Becky can jump into the Royal Rumble win and go on to challenge Ronda for the main event uh, and at Mania. Uh, and then out of that, um, I'm not sure who Asuka, uh, well, I guess, yeah, then after that, we're left with Asuka versus Charlotte, um, rematch for WrestleMania, which is, which isn't, uh, which isn't a bad, uh, which isn't a bad thing, and then you can get Charlotte and Becky, uh, away from each other a little bit, get Becky, because it's it it kind of makes SmackDown just like really top heavy in the women's division with Charlotte and Becky. Charlotte's basically been uh, the ace of the WWE women's division for the past however many years, and Becky's the hottest thing going. Um, so, and then after that, it just kind of it's like Ronda and everyone else on Raw. So it's moving Becky over to Raw to have like somebody who is credible and like right there on on ronda's level credible with the fans uh i think that's a good move the bar versus shane mcmahon and the miz for the smackdown tag team championships my prediction is that uh the bar wins and after shane turns on the miz and sets up the heel the long rumored shane mcmahon heel turn and the uh, babyface, uh, solidifying the babyface turn for um, The Miz and um, then eventually setting up The Miz for uh, to be Daniel Bryan's challenger at WrestleMania uh, with roles reversed and Daniel Bryan as the heel and Miz as the face. Uh, and then the pre-show matches, uh, pre-show matches, Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, for the United States Championship, um, I'm just gonna go with Rusev retaining, um, because, 
I don't know. <laughs> but they aren't really doing much uh, with those with those two. I think these two guys could have a decent feud, um, but they just aren't really doing much with the U.S. title, and it's it's kind of a shame uh, because that title could be perfect uh, in a feud with uh, Andrade versus uh, Rey Mysterio. In fact, um, I would see I see Rusev retaining. And maybe uh, moving on and dropping the belt to Andrade somehow before Mania. Uh, because if you could have the Andrade and Mysterio feud and then uh, throw in the U.S. title into that feud somehow, um, I think that would be really good for the belt. Uh, it could bring the value back and uh, because it would be some really high-quality matches. Uh, a veteran and uh, who wants the title in Mysterio, a veteran and a legend who wants the title in Mysterio, and uh, a really good up-and-comer who uh, in Andrade, and uh, you're just going to have amazing matches. Uh, and then last uh, match that's on the uh, pre-show, Buddy Murphy versus Kalisto versus Akira Tozawa. Um versus Hideo Itami in a fatal four-way match for the cruiserweight uh championship um I'm going to you know what? I'm gonna pick Kalisto just because Lucha House Party uh has been getting a little bit of a push and stuff and they've been on raw but um I think and I hope that they keep the belt on Buddy Murphy. Um, Buddy Murphy deserves it. And I think that I, I hope that the cruiserweight matches find their way onto the main card. Uh, I understand Royal Rumble has two hour long matches um, built in, guaranteed. Uh, so there might it might be a little bit harder uh, to find space. Um, but I mean, rumors are Royal Rumble could last up to seven hours. I don't know if that's including the pre-show, but if it's not including the pre-show, then get some of these motherfuckers on the main card. Um, <laughs> then that's it. All right, guys. Uh, so that's it. Um, looking forward to, uh, checking out Royal Rumble. If you are in Hawaii and you're listening to this and it's not uh sunday and it's not royal rumble time and the main card hasn't started then come meet me and my man chris styles and all of us down at uh ktv lounge um it's like right by the walmart um it's right by the walmart uh by all moana uh we're having a viewing party a watch party for the royal rumble it's going down ktv lounge your man qualified hosting with chris styles uh Beyond that, um, that's today's show. Uh, I'll be back uh, with a review of the Royal Rumble and a little recap uh, special episode uh, dropping a little bit after the Royal Rumble. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Peace.